welcome to my podcast which is all about changing your business and money reality this is your master money coach dr gaurav dekha and you are money hey my friends i know i haven't been around for quite some time and i haven't been around because of several reasons one was because December was filled with a lot of events and planning that I had to do about programs that I was doing inside ATEPS. And January, because in January, I sort of decided that my other program, other training program, not coaching program, the training program that I have, which is called the Systemic Medicine Course, which is a training in intergenerational trauma, I had to um, bring up all the videos of that training together and uh, collect them and, you know, look at the entire sequence and basically put them up in a portal so that I could sell this entire course, TSM level 1 and TSM level 2, um, along with the practice sessions that I had to unearth from my 2021 batch and everything that I got together that falls under the realm of TSM, entire, entire TSM coursework, I had to put it inside a portal and that's what I started selling TSM. And, you know, collecting that, arranging that, it took some time. And January was also my birthday month, which meant that I would be taking um, long, long weeks off which also meant that I was not coaching inside ATEPS. You know, our other coaches were coaching inside ATEPS, uh, coaches trained by me. And I was mostly spending time between traveling and most of my time went uh, thinking, you know. And usually what happens is I already, I already think and imagine that, oh, well, January is the month where I'm going to be uh, relaxed and I'm going to be more sort of away from my work and there is going to be a little bit of distance and so I already assume that okay my earning and income might be impacted because I might I'm not involved with my business however I also at the same time talk about the fact that you know your business your business should continue to make money because your business has a soul and a life of its own. Therefore, your personal involvement or engagement with the business mustn't be the only factor that determines whether the business makes money or not, right? But then, of course, old thoughts creep in, as you already know, right? So what happened is at the end of the month, at the end, of, which is basically today, today is I'm recording this at night, uh, it's on 31st Jan. So at the end of the month, I realized that um, this month, uh, the amount of money that I have made is close to 30 lakhs, 30 lakhs Indian rupees. So that's the amount of money that I have made in this month, which according to other month is actually low. And my mind started to go to all kinds of directions started thinking that, oh, that's because you did not work enough. That's because you are not involved enough. That's because you were traveling. That's because you gave yourself this leeway 
simply because it's your birthday. Although on my birthday, I was still communicating to people who were entering TSM. And I was still selling ATEPs. And then I realized that, you know, three years back, three years back, probably I was thinking, or maybe even two and a half years back, I was thinking if I could, you know, make 30 lakhs in a year. And that would be so much of money because that would mean uh, more than two lakhs in a month. And that would be wonderful. And that's what I, at that point of time, I aspired to make 30 lakhs in a year. And today I am able to make that kind of money in a month. And my brain still wants to take me to this place where I'm not doing enough. I'm not performing enough. I'm not acting enough. I'm not engaging with more conversations. I'm not networking enough. And even though I didn't want to believe in that thought, the thought kept cropping up, right? And the thought kept cropping up, not because I voluntarily wanted to think about that thought. It kept cropping up because somewhere the experience of not enoughness, the experience of non, not enough performance, not enough doing, that experience is embedded in my body. So any information that my body gets exposed to, like the information of making 30 lakhs in a month, my body immediately wants to go to concluding that somehow it is not enough and I did not do enough, right? And that knowing by the body again is not intellectual. Like I, I keep talking about thought work and I keep talking about the fact that I, my greatest achievement for 2022 is truly to be able to think the thoughts that I want to think. So I want to think that I really made a lot of money. I want to think that I could make so much amount of money just by traveling, relaxing, taking a lot of time for myself, walking in the park, absorbing sunlight, sleeping eight hours a day, you know, working out in the gym. I want to believe in that. I want to believe that people came easily to me. Clients showed up easily in my reality because I was willing to accept that they are willing to pay me. I was willing to accept that they desire my work. I was willing to accept that they would love to work with me. I, would, I was willing to accept that 1.2 lakh rupees, which was the price of TSM last month, this month, was not a big price. I was willing to accept that people would do anything to work with me. I was willing to accept that people are interested in learning trauma work. I was willing to accept that people would be grateful to be inside this container. I was willing to accept that, you know, people are always looking out opportunities of working with me. So these were the kind of thoughts that I wanted to accept and I wanted to believe. But then there is a contrast to that. And the contrasting thought dominates and takes over. And the contrasting thought is, I'm not doing enough. I was traveling. I was spending a lot of time in simply lying in bed and looking out of the window and looking at the sunlight and looking at the rain. I was, um, you know, visiting relatives. I was talking to a lot of people about their life and um, probably I was just um, going out and eating a lot and not using my evenings well and all of that. The brain wants to take me there not because it is a choice. 
But because these, by, by giving myself these reasons, I was able to validate the experience of not enoughness. Because the reasons that the brain gives, the kind of reasons I am trying to bring that why am I not enough, those reasons are inventions of the logical brain. Because the logical brain always tries to validate what the body is feeling. So if my body feels not enoughness, the logical brain will try to take this experience of not enoughness and offer logic to this experience. Because without the logic, the body will feel a sense of uncertainty. The body will continue to feel that the body will try to trace, you know, some kind of framework, some kind of solidity, because the feeling is fluid, it's diffused, it's amorphous. And to every amorphous feeling in the body, the brain will try to make it crystalline by giving it reason. So reasonability by the brain is not the core of a problem. Reasonability by the brain is an eventuality, is a byproduct of what the body feels. Because the brain would try to validate what the body feels. And the answer therefore is not in the brain. The answer therefore is in the body. And to go inside the body and to locate experiences in the body from where the current feeling is coming. So if I'm currently feeling not enough, that means that I grew up in a family where I had to constantly reel under the feeling of not enough by performing better than everyone else, by constantly experiencing feelings of I have to be the best, by probably covering up my queer identity which I thought as something less and abnormal by cover covering it up by performing, by doing better, by scoring more marks, by being uh, more innovative, by scoring more marks than other people, right? And that is coupled with the competition that one gets to witness and experience in the outside world because everything is about competition. When you reach class 11, when you reach class 12, at least in India, if you are in a science um, stream, if you are studying science, then even the examinations are called competitive examinations. Like 6 lakh people appearing for an examination in engineering which has 600 seats, right? Crores of students appearing for medical examinations which has 300 seats. Everything is about competition the amount and the number of hours people study because that's what the parents also say that oh so and so son studies for 18 hours a day you study for six hours how is it possible that you can absorb everything in six hours and learn everything and you will be able to perform better than them because they study for 18 hours or 14 hours you know everything is in terms of quantity everything is, is in terms of expense of energy Everything is about performance and doing and action and being on the go. Everything is about utilizing the resources of the body and the brain to an extent where you meet exhaustion. And therefore, as 
children as these nervous systems which are still evolving and developing and growing the only language that these nervous systems understand is stress and it starts equating that with competition and then you equate competition with performance with success with money and so stress is the only equivalent stress is the only denominator that you sort of associate link and correlate with money right so if money comes to you easily or if you have to believe that money is going to come to me easily you can't because your body says no 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 that's not your lived experience that's not the kind of situation that you grew up in that's not what you have lived in your body as an experience right it's like sex when we have been through abuse sexual abuse in our life just like i have an experience of safe sex in the sense that where you feel safe while being intimate with other person doesn't necessarily feel safe you constantly want to check something going wrong you might constantly want to check if the you know condom is intact you might constantly want to check if the other person is interested in you or is making a face you might constantly want to check if your body is clean enough or not or you might just constantly want to check if uh, you are putting off the other person you might constantly want to check if uh, the other person is you know in a way hurting you or is there a chance that they might you know hurt you or are you under some kind of threat or uh, is there is there something that is coming at you in a way wherein it can invade you in, into you right so even if with a loved partner or with a loving partner or with the partner that you have been with for the last 7 years of your life you might still feel unsafe why is that because the only correlation that the body can make with sex in that moment is the previous experience of sex that it has had which is abuse right and i am a living example of that and it's the same thing with money it's the same thing with success it's the same thing with you know selling and client conversions it's the same thing with you being a coach and you going out in the world and you signing up people and it's happening all easily and people are coming to your you know reality they're signing you up and they're paying you money and you might just begin to feel that you are an imposter why does it happen it happens because your body's lived experience of success meeting people and converting them people believing in you people paying you money you um you know being in a job where you are promoted after 2 years 3 years 4 years the live experience is that of stress that it's impossible to not have competition and have the things that you want to have and this is what happened to me during this whole month that i was in a relaxed space i was taking a lot of time for myself i was doing a few trainings inside atps like for example we did the eft for business every morning but that was not a stressful experience at all eft is something that i really really love doing which is why i could just you know get up in the morning have my cup of tea and then hop into the call and i enjoyed the process it didn't even feel like work 5 days of training i did the videos are still inside the atps portal 
and anyone who joins ATIPS can have access to EFT for business. And it still did not feel like work. And then I was traveling for an entire week. I went to one of my partner's uh, friends, uh, childhood friend's wedding. Um, it's in a place called Kosi in UP. It was beautiful. It was an amazing resort. We enjoyed a lot in the wedding night. Then both I and my partner, we both went to um, Brindavan. And as you know, Brindavan is this beautiful city. It's crowded and chaotic, but at the same point of time, it is, it is a treat to be in to be in Vrindavan and visit all the temples, all the uh, you know Krishna temples that you go to, and I was like vibing so well with uh, all of his friends, all of his childhood friends, and you know we went to all sorts of places, <laughs> eating all kinds of food, from puri to kachori to you know, you know lots and lots of tea. And then um, for my birthday celebrations, which was on 29th of Jan, um, we went to Manisar. We stayed in a beautiful resort called Heritage Village. And we spent three days there. So it was like almost seven days of travel. And, and my body kept on telling me that I'm disconnected from work, that I must be more focused, that I must perform, that I must you know, keep doing these client calls and keep visiting the Facebook groups, keep posting on Instagram. I know that my body said that. And I slowly guided my body back to the experience of the vacation, to the experience of the wind on my face while I was in the car, to the experience of being in the temple and experiencing and feeling God around me and in my body, to the streets of Vrindavan, to you know, the uh, rickshaw rides that we had, to you know, seeing my partner's face alight with you know all the people he loves around and and in relishing the food that we ate I, I slowly guided my body back again and again when my body took me to those competitive spaces and um, when we when we got to Manisar um, I told myself that I'm in my most aligned space and it was on 28 and 29 when I was most aligned because I was so relaxed it was a beautiful suite where we lived with amazing beds and such great scenery outside and amazing food. You know, I consumed almost like two big cakes. And my, of course, diet was all over the place and I didn't exercise, but I felt most, most, most aligned. And I told my partner that, you know, I'm in my most aligned state right now and you must see how I will manifest now. And it was like, <laughs> I mean, of course, in hindsight, it just feels a little arrogant. But then, um, but in that point of time, it didn't feel like that. It felt as if I was so sure of everything. And I, I should say that I made around 15 lakhs of the 30 lakhs in those two days, you know, because I was so aligned. And now, when I, when I look at it and... That's the amount of money that I've made. I've made around 30, 30 lakhs in one single month. And I want to like compare it with, you know, the months where probably I have done launches or webinars and maybe I have hustled a bit. And then I want to like think that, oh, you know, there are months that I've made more than this. And so this must be a lower number. But then I also must see that this is what I aspired to have in a one year and not in a month. 
three years back. 30 lakhs in one year is what I aspired at that point of time. And I didn't have that, right? The money started showing up in my life and in my business during and post the pandemic. And when I look back now, my brain takes me to places where I lose my experience of gratitude and I sort of maneuver and navigate and gently guide my body to a feeling of gratitude that yes, I aspired for this three years back, making in one year, did I make that amount in a month? How amazing, how grateful I am. How magical is this? And if this is something that I can achieve by being in my most relaxed, aligned and expanded state, I wonder what is then the difference between the thought world and the action world? What basically is the balance between the thought world and the action world? Because you are constantly challenged by people around you who believe in the action world more than the thought world. Who believe in the world of doing more in, than the world of not doing in a way wherein you are invested in your emotions and you're exploring your emotions and you're curious about your inner world. You are constantly bombarded by experiences and sharings of people outside, be it on Facebook, be it on Instagram, about things like no pain, no gain. You have to be really, really active in your business and you have to make three posts in a day and you have to write a weekly newsletter and you have to get into engaging conversations with your clients to convert them and you have to go out and network with people and you have to um, do a lot. You have to work for eight hours. How can you just work for three hours? Things like that. You will be bombarded by circumstances like those, which you will keep on seeing in your outside world, which will try to discount and dissolve your inner world and your world where thoughts become more powerful than actions. Actions is required. I believe in action a lot. But my action must come from a space of why I want to act. I must have a strong reason why I want to act. When I don't have a reason to act and I still push myself to act, you know, the bro science kind of thing wherein, you know, push hard, push harder, you know, no pain, no gain, that kind, that kind of stuff, then that action does not produce anything but exhaustion. That action doesn't produce anything but dread and fear and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the only thing that you feel is you are not productive despite working for 12 hours because nothing came out of it except for your drained self and your nervous system on the verge of a collapse. And that is what my learning was in this month, that I'm slowly guiding my body back to the world of thoughts, to the world of emotions, to the world of energies. Because that's what I want to believe in. That the more aligned I become to what I want to create, the more what I want to create is going to keep showing up by itself. And because that kind of thought is going to be challenged by so many other experiences around me, so many other people around me, 
where people are constantly performing, people are constantly doing, people are constantly acting. I have to really protect the way I am and the way I create. Because the way I create money is very different from how the world creates money. And I want to tell all of you that as well. That the way you create money, that the way you create business, that the way you, know, you believe in your body and the way you respect your body and the way you offer it relaxation and rest and convalescence is going to be very different and you will be challenged by experiences of other people who do not believe in that, who love the action world more than the thought world. You will always find people who will love the action world more than the thought world. In fact, those people are going to outnumber you. They will compel you to believe that action, inspired or uninspired, driven or not driven, aligned or not aligned, is the only way by which you can achieve your goal and you are going to have a hard time contesting that. And what I want you to remember from this episode is you have to contest that. And you have to ask yourself, what are the times that I have created success and money and business and love and joy by being in my energy, by expanding my nervous system? What if I am seeing whatever I am seeing in the outside world as believers in action? was not the only way? What if my truth could be what my body felt? And what if I could guide my body towards experiences of more rest, restoration and relaxation? What if the amount of money and success and business I could have in my life was totally opposite to what was taught to me in childhood where performance and productivity were only measured by the number of hours, by the amount of energy people spent, by the kind of hustle that we were asked to go through because our peers were going through the same and our parents and teachers believed that this is the only way. What if hard work was a thought? That's what I want to leave you with. What if hard work was a thought? See you soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are willing to change your business and money reality, head to my free coaching community on Facebook called You Are Money. Link is in the show notes. And do not forget to leave a review on Spotify.com or Apple Podcast. Thank you so much.